Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Scott Riffs. Tonight, we're taking a little bit of a positive turn, but we're still going to riff. You guys ready? Let's riff. Welcome back to Scott Riffs. Where has CrossFit missed the mark? And I want you to listen closely because she does something very tricky here that really pissed me off. You are not presenting accurate facts. You are manipulating what you're presenting to suck people into your narrative. CrossFit takes note or gets out of the way. One or the other, because this train's moving forward because of people like you. Some I'm too much of an alpha at times uh, to want to uh, conform too much. And I, and I would rather be all of me. Hey, everybody. Good evening. What's going on? Hey, Elise. Hey, Kenneth. And whoever else is in the chat. I'm so excited to be with you tonight. I uh, I have a couple leftover items from Wadapalooza that didn't really merit a full riff. So we're going to hit a couple items in this riff as a combined effort. But the first thing I just wanted to talk about briefly is yesterday it was announced that the CrossFit Games are going back to Madison, Wisconsin. Pretty excited about that. That helps my company out a ton as three of us can make that drive uh, to Madison and it cuts down our expenses quite a bit. But I am going to do a pros and cons of it being in Madison this weekend as a riff. So make sure you tune in for that. And I am sure it will be one of the subjects we touch on on this week's roundtable on Monday. So with that, going to get into a couple things from Wadapalooza, and then I'm going to open it up to you guys just to ask some questions. Uh, I know I've put a lot of stuff out there in the last few weeks. I've gotten a lot of comments, so I'm anxious to hear what thoughts you guys have and what questions you may have for any of the things I've talked about. So first, Wadapalooza. One of the best things about Wadapalooza was the food court. Um, I've been to a lot of CrossFit events and most of the time the options are super limited and there aren't enough um, lines to get into to get any kind of decent food in a quick amount of time. When you're there working the event and you have small windows, I was so excited to turn that corner and see like 15 food trucks all sitting in a circle and amongst that were standing tables, picnic tables, all of that stuff. It had a lot of options as well. Burgers, pizza, barbecue, empanadas, tacos, hot dogs. And then this thing I discovered for the first time in my life, an acai bowl. How come nobody has told me about the acai bowl? Holy shit. That thing is amazing. You get some mashed up fruit, uh, frozen up, maybe some yogurt, get some berries in there, um, some granola, some nut butters, and then a little banana and 
maybe some strawberries on top. Oh my gosh, is that good? I had my first one on the last day of Wadapalooza. So it was freaking amazing. Just got to say that. Sorry, Elise. Um, I feel bad you're in a fast, but I had to talk about that. Um, I got to also say the burgers were delicious um, at the Yo-Yo Burger Truck. Um, super good. Uh, really juicy. Um, love that a lot. And I had a Venezuelan hot dog for the first time in my life. So delicious. So much crap on top. I don't even know what all. I think they put like fried onions um, as well as uh, some other stuff. And it was uh, really good. So, yeah, hats off to the Wadapalooza organizers for deciding, hey, let's just bring in a ton of food trucks, get some variety. And then there were a lot of options. So the, none of the lines were super long. You could get in and out of any of them uh, fairly quickly. The only thing the food court was missing uh, was a Jumbotron, which we've kind of talked about in previous riffs. It would have been the ideal place to throw up a Jumbotron for people who could not get into the venue uh, to see the action, as well as pump some more money into those food trucks. So anyway, I see that someone said Poke Bowl. I, we, I, Kat and I actually ordered a Poke Bowl uh, one of the nights um, at the Airbnb um, and had that, that that weekend as well. Uh, but that was not at the venue or an option at the venue. So my number two riff, and again, staying kind of positive tonight, is the vendors. Uh, the vendor village at Wadapalooza is, an, in my opinion, better than the games. Way more diverse, way more options. Um, it was fun walking around, seeing all the people. It attracted a lot, even the athletes out into that area where you're kind of walking around and seeing everybody. Of course, my two favorite vendors were Paper Street Coffee and Vindicate. Um, they were packed all weekend long. They had the prime position right inside the front gate and they were getting hammered all weekend long. The other thing was um, I was excited to see this LKS, LSKD, LKSD, whichever way it is, up close and personal. Been seeing it on a lot of athletes. Wanted to kind of see what the quality was. Um, it was really nice to kind of go in their um, booth and just kind of look around at the quality of their, their um, clothing items and all of that stuff. Um, I bought a brand new pair of tier sunglasses. They are phenomenal. If you've never tried them, the lenses are so clear. Um, it, I could not believe it. It actually improved my eyesight. I should probably wear them on the show, uh, to read and then I'd be super hip and cool. And then, um, Barbell Voodoo, uh, the shirt that has all the, um, parodies of like the office, dumb and dumber, golden girls, all that kind of stuff found out they are huge fans of the show. Um, and they greeted me every time I walked by did a selfie there. Um, couldn't believe that. That was pretty awesome. And uh, of course, Dan Bailey ran into him. His coffee shop was on the complete opposite end of the park from Paper Street. 
and it was actually right across uh, the walkway from where the podcast stage was. And uh, Dan, I've been trying to get on the show for about every minute that I have had a podcast. He has always agreed, and then we've never found the date uh, to make it happen. So he hooked me up with some free coffee as well, which was awesome because I didn't have to walk clear back across the park. And uh, super nice guy, and it was fun to see him. And then we got to catch up with Dave and Susan Newman, um, who used to be our title sponsors with RX Smart Gear. It's always fun to catch up with them. Uh, but most importantly, what the Vendor Village showed to me is that there's a healthy economy around a CrossFit event. I'm hoping that that continues into the 2023 season with semifinals and the games, uh, because that would be a huge step forward, economically speaking, for everything games related and everything around the games. So that is riff number two. Uh, riff number three, and it may take me a minute, so uh, talk amongst yourselves, but um, what I want to do is I did a riff in Miami from the balcony of, the balcony of our Airbnb, and um, it, now I couldn't get it to YouTube. So what I want to do is I have a solution to that issue, and I want to show it a little bit just so we, so you guys can kind of see uh, what I'm talking about and what that solution might be. So it just takes me a second to find it. Um, I think I have. So now I just got to share my screen. Should have been more prepared, uh, but I was eating my dinner right before, um, right before. So I am going to jump over here and here is the riff. And just like Savannah, I can't to Miami. Uh, we are going to do a Scott Riffs Instagram edition right now, just because it was on my mind and I wanted to talk about it. So first of all, I love Miami. Um, I love Wadapalooza. What they do here is so much fun. Um, I've always said it's like the CrossFit family reunion, and we've seen so many people already in one day with three days to go. But my riff today is about um, fans. I love fans, but yesterday, um, Kat and I went to Bayside uh, to watch the competition, and we hung out there for probably an hour before the first uh, event went. And then as soon as the next, the event started and the heats progressed through, um, the crowds came rushing into Bayside. And at that point, people just started standing right on the gate in front of us, could not see anything on the floor. It was, to be quite frank, it was rude. Um, we sat there for an hour to have good seats, to have a good view of the stage. And literally a minute before the heat started, people pile in right in front of you and um, sit in the walkway or stand in the walkway right in front of the audience uh, to the floor. And if you've ever seen Wadapalooza, 
the floor is very, very, very tight. So it's tight up to the stands. And if you do not, um, if people are sitting in front of you, you do not have a good view of the floor. So my riff is that we are a great community. People love each other. We support each other. Let's not be rude. Let's not walk in last minute and block. If you want. So that is the riff um, that I did. I cut it a little bit short. And, um, and what I want to do is I want to offer a solution. So um, here is my solution. Most of the people on the rail are there to get video footage of a friend or a family member. And they're holding their phones up, which actually causes more of a block from the audience to um, the stage itself. And so my suggestion is super novel idea. And if anybody takes this and runs with it, I want 20%. That's all I'm saying. You know, a lot of phones um, are magnetic now or, or they have the gym buddies that you can put the magnet on the back of your phone and then hook it to the rig. How about this? How about we put metal plates behind every single lane and we allow the athletes to put their phone behind the lane and they can video with clear view their lane for the entire event. So we can do that. Um, or we could, if you're an event that has a little more money, maybe put a GoPro behind every lane and offer that and offer that video then to the athlete when they're done with the um, premise that you own that footage for um, promotional items or God forbid, we actually use that for the broadcast where we have footage of every single lane and we can go back and get instant replays or things like that. It may not be the best footage in the world, but it's a clear shot of your athlete for the entire event. I think if we did that, that would eliminate a lot of the people videoing from the rail of their friend or family member while the event is going on. Um, I'm sure there are even more ways to do that, but that is the simplest way I could think of is just have a way to hook up a phone, let them view their, they could go Instagram live, they could video it, whatever they want to do, but they have their lane open and no obstructions down the lane for the entirety of the event. I actually love the idea of sticking a camera or a GoPro there and letting the broadcast use that. So if they need an instant replay or something like that of a person who may have done well that they did not expect, they would have that footage to go back to and enhance the broadcast. But those are my small riffs for tonight. I just wanted to jump on and hang out with my friends. And if you guys have any other questions, I want to answer those tonight. So. Yes, thank you. Yeah, so any non-invasive uh, view to improve the quality would be awesome. I totally agree. And then Bruce, yeah, it may it may bump the admission fee, um, but honest to God, like a GoPro is not that expensive. Um, 
And if you're a production company, that should be a minimal expense that you can put into your budget um, to have clean footage across the lanes. Um, Kenneth, give me a media pass and have roped off media area around the stage. That would be a novel concept since I had a media pass and couldn't get anywhere near the stage. So, Elise, are you asking me what I had for dinner? So I'm trying to get my protein up. If any of you have been listening to my uh, weight loss journey show. Um, so I actually had uh, probably, I had three pieces of chicken and it was probably a total of three ounces. Um, I have it weighed upstairs. And then I had a burger to go with that. Um, and that was another um, four ounces. So getting that protein up uh, to uh, try to do that. And then um, I also had uh, all the toppings like the tomatoes, things like that to get my, some vegetables in and uh, some broccoli. Yes, Bruce, I do weigh my food um, and I write it all down um, and then I log it in and that infuriates Cheryl. She wishes I put it in a lot sooner, um, but I actually do write it down like on a post-it note and then I go back and log it in later when I have a second with my phone. And that is mainly because I have the eyesight of an 80 year old and I need to sit down on the couch with my readers on to be able to log that into my fitness pal and their small font. So, um, any other questions? A quick update for everyone. Um, and another reason, um, I, I, you're going to hear probably a lot of this this weekend if you tune into the weight loss show. Um, but I've been in a funk this week. Um, I work from home, so I'm alone most of the day. Um, my friends are you guys. Um, when I get to hop onto these events here and get to chat with you guys, uh, which is so freaking awesome for me. And I'm so glad I get to do that. Um, but I am off all the meds for my sinuses because they determined what was wrong. I'll probably go into very gr grave detail um, on the roundtable about this. And then they found a procedure uh, to be able to clean it up. And I am scheduled for that procedure Wednesday at um, Wednesday at 10 a.m. Uh, to have that done. But what's happened is uh, because I'm off all my meds, I am only sleeping about three hours a night. And that is wrecking me this week um, because the drainage is so, so much right now uh, in my sinuses. And you can kind of hear it in my voice. So uh, the procedure will happen on Wednesday. They said it'll take me five days to get to 100%. Um, and, uh, but I'll be back. I, they said I could go to back, back to work right after I have the procedure. <clears throat> so yeah, when I lay down at night, uh, my sinuses drain into my throat and then I cough and it induces asthma and then it just creates a vicious cycle of the night. And it has been happening pretty much every night this week. So I am looking forward to this weekend, 
uh, to get some extra naps in, um, kind of, uh, kind of sitting up. Uh, Lana, a great question. Can you work out on three hours of sleep? That has been the problem lately. Um, I worked out all the way through Wednesday. Thursday is typically my rest day. And then Friday was today. I was supposed to go back into the gym. I just could not. It, I just did not have it in me to do anything today. Um, so there's that. Um, Wad Zombie asks, uh, do you have a navage? We do. Um, but there's so much blockage in my sinus, it won't go the whole way through. So it goes in there and then I have to sit up and it comes right back out the same nostril. So yeah, lots of fun, uh, sinus talk. Um, and then, and yes, Yash, I will be okay. Once this is done, they said I will be at hundred percent and I will get more sleep than I've been getting for a couple years and my workouts will improve tremendously. Uh, so basically, um, like the old Seinfeld adage, you know, why don't swimmers swim in chowder so that when they swim in water, it's so much easier. Uh, that's basically what I've been doing. Um, I am, I am suffering through workouts right now cause I cannot breathe. And then all of a sudden I'm going to have hundred percent air and I may pass out from the high who knows. So, um, Bruce, you asked what lessons did I learn at Wadapalooza? I think the lessons I learned the most at Wadapalooza are a use the resources you have built over built over time, uh, because friends want to help you. And if you reach out to them, they are willing to do so. And additionally, to speak my mind to the people who need to, who need to hear it, but do it in a way that is constructive and makes sense. Um, so there's that. Those are the big lessons I've learned. Kenneth, my favorite C4 flavor is actually, it's the black can super caffeine, which that's not why I like it, but it's called Sour Bros. And it tastes like a Sour Patch Kid um, almost identically. And those are my favorite, one of my favorite candies in the world. <clears throat> uh, Elise, yes, I... I am so looking forward to how well I'm going to be able to breathe. I cannot believe it. Um, what did I want to be when I grew up? Um, I answered this in the hot ones challenge, but I'm not sure anybody understood me. Um, I always, other than being a, an, a professional athlete, because I was a four sport athlete all the way through high school, swam in college. Um, so I did want to be an athlete forever. But if I couldn't do that, um, I actually wanted to go into sports broadcasting, which is wild to me because I diverted off that path, got a business degree, worked in the um, worked in the corporate world for now, I don't know, 30 years, and then decided it was time to get back into it, started this podcast, and now doing more of what I wanted to do when I was 15, 16, 17. So living the dream now, um, that I had back then, uh, which is kind of surreal to me. Uh, Elise says you may go to the games this year. You will work out so well. Um, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Um, I understand it's going to take me a little while to get 
the muscles back. My, my muscles are actually going to get oxygen for the first time in a while. Um, so it's going to be crazy. I think what I'm most excited about is the intensity of my workouts will be able to go up. And with that, um, I will hopefully my weight loss journey will then become, uh, more pronounced and do so much better. Um, the other thing that I'm curious about is I have all this stuff packed in my sinuses. How much is that going to thin out my face? Um, when all that stuff is flushed out, um, I'm going to be interested to know. As for the hydration sticks, um, I actually, I like all the flavors, to be honest with you. Raspberry lemonade is probably my favorite. Um, I really dig that flavor a ton. Um, <clears throat> so I'm excited for you to try that, Elise. The other thing I, I think I mentioned it briefly the other night is the one thing that I'm actually drinking more from uh, C, from C4 Extend, Cellucor is the BCAAs. Um, their flavors of BCAAs are awesome. And so I just make a drink in the afternoon and I've cut back on the C4 cans uh, to just when I need them. Um, I love the flavor of them, but I was kind of using them too much, I think. So I've switched to the hydration sticks and the BCAAs to kind of fill in my day a little bit more with some flavor. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm worried about. I'm wondering about if I have the a more of a puffy face because of the sinuses. And then Bruce asks, who is your next big guest? Well, I would say my next big guest is the next guest. And if you've been out on YouTube, uh, you probably saw, but Sunday afternoon, we will have the winner of Wadapalooza, Page Powers, uh, as our guest Sunday at four o'clock Eastern time, three o'clock central in Tennessee, where she is at. So super excited for that. Um, and I'm still efforting more and more people. Um, I want to get some more masters athletes on as we head into the season, um, because I just think they deserve some more love and nobody's really done it on a consistent basis. And so I want to start doing that. So those guys, um, get a little love and let's see what traction that gives them. If people know who they are. Uh, when they're competing at different events now. And then we have confirmed a handful of athletes for the upcoming season that we're going to follow through every level of competition through the season. That means after each week of the open, after quarterfinals, and after and during semifinals, as well as, as the games, if they make it. And those people are Jamie Latimer, uh, Jim Peeper, um, and Sydney Michalishan for sure. Uh, Rudy Berger, uh, who won the 40 to 49. No, he won a division of the games last year. Maybe it was 40 to 44. I believe it was. And he just won Wadapalooza. 
Uh, we've had we had him on the show right after the games last year. He is confirmed to be followed throughout the season. And what we're going to do is get video of their workouts during each part of the session, have them on, talk about that, and then you get to follow a handful of athletes from start to finish and give you somebody to root for uh, throughout the process. So super stoked for that. Looking for an elite athlete in the West. If you guys have any ideas of who I might be able to reach out to, uh, I would love to do that. Um, but it's got to be west of the Mississippi um, because I don't have anybody currently to follow at in Pasadena, and I'm willing to follow them um, all the way up through. So, <clears throat> yeah, Jamie and Jim are the best. I can't can't disagree with that. In addition, uh, Kenneth says. If you could draft any athlete dead or alive from another sport into CrossFit, who would it be and how would they do at the games? Okay. I, and I guess you're asking me, who do I think would do the best drafted from another sport? I, gosh. So I'm going to go, What I, I would draft a healthy, I would draft a healthy Bo Jackson. Um, if I'm talking current athlete, I would go with a healthy Saquon Barkley. I think with their Olympic lifting ability and Bo's pure strength and speed, um, it would be interesting to see how they would do at the games. And my guess is they wouldn't finish at the bottom. But because of technique and efficiency, they wouldn't finish at the top either. So I'm guessing somewhere around that, like 18, 19, 20 range. Uh, Annika is actually in the east, and we already have Sydney McAlishan there. So, and Annika is the coolest. I mean, my gosh, literally, she's like episode 33, one of our first ever video episodes we ever did. Um, we have, we have, uh, we have known her since she was 16 years old. You know, she's now 19. Um, she is just one of my favorite people in the world and she's just a rock star and there is no better person to have on for a music discussion. She's so animated, so bubbly and so into her music that it was just a no brainer to have her on the show. And if you guys know of any other CrossFit athletes that are big in the music thing, um, I would love to have them on. I am now efforting Dan Bailey uh, to come on to do I'm to do an, a top five acoustic songs. And he has agreed to do that, but he's also agreed to come on before. So we'll find out what happened there. Yeah, Bruce. Yeah. And Annika is actually in Miami right now. She is there training with Noah. Chandler, I think Chandler Smith is, oh yeah, he's Invictus now from what I hear. I don't have confirmation on that other than what Danny Spiegel said in an interview. So take that with a grain of salt. I don't want to say Birmingham when it's not confirmed. 
Uh, Jalen Hurts is an interesting choice. And I'd go, I have to go with my own quarterback and Justin Fields in the same vein. What I don't know is their lifting ability where like Saquon and Bo are so freaking strong. Like Saquon squats over 600. Um, like he would be able to do those. Um, oh, Chandler Smith for music. Gosh, I've, I've been trying to get Chandler on the show for anything. If I could get him on for music, I so would. Uh, he's, gosh, maybe my number one wish uh, to have on the show is Chandler Smith. So I know you didn't ask that question, but there you have it. Uh, definitely my number one wish. He is so hard to get right now, though. And what I, what, and now I'm going to do a little editorial about Chandler. When Chandler was doing media and he was out there doing all the fun stuff, he was more successful. That is Chandler's personality. This like zoned in, not talking to the media, things like that. That's not the Chandler that we, we loved like a couple years ago. And when you see him out on the floor with Noah and Travis having fun again, it's so much, it was so cool seeing that old Chandler out there having a blast. Uh, he was the one that did the, the 42 pistols on one leg and did the stanky leg run down and back and, and wasn't actually laughing at himself during that time. And that's the Chandler we love. That's the Chandler I want to see back out on the floor. So bad. Love that dude. Uh, met him at the Mayhem Classic in 2020. Um, and uh, I don't, I used to take a lot of selfies with athletes. I don't do that so much anymore, but I did, I did get a picture with Chandler. Bruce, the problem is he, he got zoned in too much way before he got married to Jesse way before. So Joe Burrow is the designated playlist selector of the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, when you're as good as Joe Burrow, you get to do whatever you want. Um, it's funny. Um, I am not a Bengals fan, never have been, never will be. And uh, what I wanted, um, when Ohio got betting for the first time January 1st, my only bet that I made was the Bengals were going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, so I placed a bet on that. And so far, so good. Uh, just hoping to get through. Um, sounds like a wad zombie post, CrossFit hairband or something. There you go. Uh, Antonio Brown. Yeah, Bruce. Uh, Chandler's the best, man. I, I really do want him on here, and I'm glad you got a picture with him uh, down at Waza. So if... Uh, I hope so too. Need an all expenses paid weekend. Yeah. So speaking of weekends, this will be my last thing. Unless you guys have more questions next weekend, I am actually driving to Delaware. So I'll have the procedure done. Hopefully get a couple good nights sleep driving to Delaware. Gonna hang out with cat for the weekend. And we're going to, we're going to go to the Green Beret Project uh, 
competition. I can't remember. I think it's a throwdown. So it's a CrossFit licensed event. And then we are going to do a trial run of if we were the media partner of an event, how would we cover it um, to do recaps and talk to the athletes, things like that. Kat is actually running the event for the Green Beret Project. So that means that I can get in and do these types of things. We're in preliminary discussions uh, to maybe be the media partner at a couple of events to kind of see if that's a direction we want to head in. So we want to do this as a trial run this weekend. So not this weekend, but next weekend. So once we're in Delaware, we're going to go live uh, from the venue as much as we can or or back at the hotel uh, to do some post event shows. We're going to get some footage from the event. We have a team that we have sponsored for the event. If you did not see that, it is the big, the, the big Goyles is I think how they put it. It's Kelsey Keel, uh, Christine Best and Ashley Wozni. And uh, if you don't know who Ashley is, Ashley was a teen games competitor who was on Kelsey's team at the games last year. And Christine Best, underdog athletes. So uh, she's phenomenal as well. So we didn't sponsor um, just some also rands. We're looking for the win this weekend. We also sponsored an event um, at the event. It's event seven, and it is basically three forms of a Franish workout. Um, and each person in the relay has to do a different version. So, and it's called Workhorse because we're the Clydesdale. So there you go. Thank you, everybody, um, for the well wishes. Kenneth, yep, we're looking to grow this into an empire, uh, the Clydesdale Media Empire. Right now, we're just um, four people doing our best. Uh, Who programmed it? I know it's someone local there, and it is, I think they're at Kennett Square in Pennsylvania, where CrossFit holds a lot of their L1s, L2s, L3s, things like that. Um, So. Yeah. Uh, quality events. Definitely check it out. It is three person teams, just like Wadapalooza. Um, the RX, which is their elite level, the winning male and winning female team win $5,000. And that's no joke for a local wanting to be a little bit bigger competition. And it's all for a good cause. Um, cause if you don't know about the green Bray project, they take youth from the inner city give them, uh, they teach them CrossFit and generally get them like some L1s, some things like that, or find them a direction. A lot of them eventually go into the military, things like that, or they find jobs in different gyms working um, and getting them out of the inner city. So it's a great cause that all this money is going to, and we'll tell you all about it next weekend. Again, thank you everybody for the well wishes. Uh, Love you all so much. And you guys have become a part of my family. And I'm so excited about that. With that, I'll let you guys all have a great Friday night. And we will see you next time on Scott Riffs by the Clydesdale Media. (laughs) 